0: that guy ain't shit. Sorry-ass motherfucker got nothing on me, right? Nothing. Where the stars in this piece of shit? I am Big Kev. Why do they call you Big Kev?
1: I am O.G.
2: Oh, look. He's got a billion toys. And I am P.K. I don't do magic, Morty. I do science. One takes brains, the other takes dark eyeliner.
0: I say we stay here and fight it out.
2: O.G.'s not actually racist against many people. There is no racial bigotry here. Here, you are all equally worthless. I'm not really angry all the time. This is Kevin destroying
1: the Toy Biz Legends box set.
2: Fucking
0: garbage! Why? Why? You know how I know that you're gay? How? Because you're gay and you can tell who other gay people are.
1: I know it's fun. You're like, hey, I found buttons. Let's push them to piss me
0: off. I have amigo Isis action figure.
3: All mighty
0: Isis. Big Kev's geek stuff dot... You
3: fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? I'll fucking take all you want!
1: It's a lovely little ditty. It's pretty epic. This, This theme song. I still don't believe it. You still don't think that this is going to be a well, thing? I'm
2: sitting there, and the credits are rolling. <laughs> that's, that's my new Thor. <laughs> 35 years later, I just don't see it. I don't know. I, I just don't see well, it. Well, of
1: course, that would be the theme to The Last Starfighter. Mm-hmm. But we will get to that at some point during tonight's show of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Episode 549.
2: Guess guess we know what rejoiner you can expect to hear coming out of the break probably
1: (laughs) uh we're calling this one shut up olivia munn for
2: reasons
1: (laughs) we'll get to that as well
2: like she should shut the fuck up there you
1: go we'll get to that also during uh tonight's show of course if you would like to participate in an upcoming episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, you can give us a call over at the GVM line. 201-730-2547. You can hear yourself, possibly, on a future episode of this lovely podcast. Of course, you can find us online. Go to patreon.com backslash um, BK Geek Stuff, And you, too, can join in on the live stream of the show with the folks that are over hanging out with us in the Instagram right now. And the folks who watch that video on replay later lots of fun always good things lots of stuff going on lots of stuff going on but with all of the things that are going on the most important thing we have this week mr monty sir yeah is the show that we have to do it's usually how it works every tuesday generally speaking usually the show going on
3: in the moment is more important than the next show i mean in theory for the kids out there who want to learn behind the scenes
1: when will then be now just missed it <laughs> Perfect, thank you I'm glad someone was with me All right. Soon. So, why don't we kick off I know, tonight's I know that <laughs> Why don't we kick off tonight's news which is, which is something that is probably the most One of the most exciting things And I'm actually surprised that we got this today Instead of two days from now
2: <laughs> And uh
1: No, it's next week, isn't it, San Diego? No, I thought it was Is it I... next week or is it this week? I don't even know. I'm not going this year. You know, my friend Google knows, though. For some reason, I thought it was this week. July 18th. That's... Oh, yeah, it is this week. That's two days from now, right? Yeah. This month's flying by. So, uh, Taika Waititi has been announced and confirmed to direct an upcoming Thor 4. This is
2: groundbreaking. I agree. In many ways. It just makes me sad that they let Chris Evans go. Yeah. Um... No, this is really big. Like, when I first heard it, when I first heard the news this afternoon,
1: I was like, well, yeah, of
0: course he's going to direct Thor (laughs) 4,
1: duh. And then I was like, oh, shit, we're getting a 4 of a movie, which is real. And then it was like, oh, shit, it's Thor 4. (laughs) Out of all the characters, it's fucking Thor. I mean, and that's not to say that I don't love Thor. That's not to say that I haven't loved Mm -hmm. what Hemsworth has done with the character, the character's growth, his importance in the overall MCU. But again, calling back to what you said about the last Starfighter, all them years ago, we didn't think there was going to be a Thor 1.
2: (laughs) I was shocked that there was a Thor 1.
1: Let alone a Thor 4 when
3: the third movie makes worldwide 153, almost 154 million dollars, yeah, when everyone thought this was going to be it, it wasn't going to be nearly as it couldn't it couldn't deliver. Yeah, uh, why not roll the dice when all your your, your two top guys decided to uh, to walk out? So, and yeah. it makes sense
1: on Marvel's part. And and I mean, I guess the other part of it that was really shocking for me because I I really thought that I really thought that. Thor's send off or his hiatus Mm -hmm. or whatever it was going to be was going to be wrapped around Guardians Guardians 3 so now now all I think is that he this what this does do though this this for me solidifies my thoughts on Guardians 3 and that I do not think that Thor will be a major player for the entirety of that film I think he will maybe be first act. Maybe. And then wherever he goes or whatever it is, we'll set up whatever events we are um, going to see in Thor four.
3: Now, you also mentioned before that you had some, I I don't remember if it was hesitation is the right word, but some uncertainty going into the next phase of Marvel. Yes. So the fact that we're getting another Thor movie. Yes. Do you still have those reservations?
1: I do, because even as much as I love Thor, and even though I think he's a fantastic performer and his character is still significant... With the same director. With the same director who did an amazing job with Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. But in the great big scheme of things, he's just not Tony Stark or Steve Rogers.
2: (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, he's... uh... I mean, depending on who you are and what your level of of fandom is for the character, you're right. He's not the brain, and he's not the leader. Right. And he's not really the muscle, so long as Smart Hulk is around. Right. So, who is he? Right. So... He's the one who's still around. I'm I'm excited
1: (laughs) for it. Mm -hmm. I have comfort knowing that he is still floating around our universe. We still have a few more films with the character in it. But I do not think that he is a suitable... Replacement for what they have? Oh, lost. he's definitely not a replacement.
2: Yeah. So Thor has never led the Avengers, right? That's what, that's what, that's, what, to my knowledge, he's never led the um, Avengers. So
1: I mean, he might have led, led like a B team or something at one point. In no, time.
2: never, never. Hmm? I can never recall. I can, I can recall. I I think I can recall. Uh, you know, all the people that have led the Avengers were always like, it was always like Stark, Cap, Vision, Strange. Right. Right. These people all led the Avengers. Right. Thor never led the Avengers. Yeah. That I am that I am in any way aware of. Hey, do you think that Thor led the Avengers and I got it wrong? Give us a call at the GVM line two zero one
3: seven three zero two five four seven.
2: And leave us a voicemail and you may hear yourself on an upcoming episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. So uh so yeah. We'll definitely get there's a downside to Thor 4. There is downside to Thor 4. That? that means Akira gets shelved. Again. Again. Yeah. Um, definitely.
1: So, according to this article, Warners is keen on keeping him involved right. with Akira after Thor 4 wraps up. Um,
2: yeah, that's their hope is that he'll bounce back after 4 Thor Yeah, right where he left off with Akira. So...
1: I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I know you were hesitant about Akira,
2: so this is sort of a mixed well, bag for you. I mean, let's be honest. Name a manga. Right. A manga. Listen to me. Manga. Name a manga. Yeah. Or an anime. That went live action. That was good. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of them, but that are good.
1: Uh, or well, lot li- to, li- to live action. You yeah. mean? Oh no, there's not a lot of those. I mean, I enjoyed I, I enjoyed Ghost in the Shell. I know quite a few people enjoyed Alita, but I have not seen Alita, so I cannot comment on Alita. Um, but yes, I agree with you.
2: I agree with you. So the hesitation is real, of course, because it's it's my I don't have a lot of them as you know, OG. I don't <laughs> I don't I don't like I don't like a lot of that stuff. Right. But I do love Akira and have loved it since. Let me think. Forever. Since I was a child. One billion years old. When it came out. I mean, it came out a little bit before I was born. But, I mean, I instantly loved it when I saw it as a small child.
1: Instantly. Instantly.
2: What was it like when it came out? When you were in college, were Uh you able to go see that? I I was, actually. I was. I took your mom. Uh,
3: Wow.
1: Wow. (laughs) Wow. I'm going to go home
3: now. Wow. (laughs) It's safer.
2: Oh, we're going there? Oh, okay. I didn't understand we were going there. All right.
1: Marvel's Joe Quesada will be hosting the Disney Plus launch show... Fuck
2: this! Why is this even on this sheet? Well, it's on the sheet for news, a very important reason. Why? Because you want to en- you want to enrage me. No. Uh, and you want to see me. You want to see my fucking head explode. No, it's it's on this sheet. First of all, this motherfucker <laughs> is is the worst thing to ever happen to Marvel Comics. I, That's number one. I don't one. disagree. And if you want me to go on on a tear for twenty minutes, I as don't. to Why he is the worst thing? I do not. I'll be glad to do that. And now this motherfucker has the audacity to compare himself to Anthony Bourdain. Now, listen, I'm no great fan of Anthony Bourdain, Right. but Anthony Bourdain was not uh, detrimental to the world of chefs and cooking. For sure. Whereas Joe Crapsada has been nothing but detrimental to Marvel Comics. And now what? He's gonna go around and talk to people. Oh, and they got Hugh Jackman first for 10 to 15 minutes talking about a place that they're in and how the place has to do with the what the fuck is this even on this channel for and why the fuck is it called storyboard so the reason why this is very it's about important. the people's fucking story fuck this. <laughs> fuck this fuck this fuck Joe Quesada this is the I can't believe of all the Disney plus things that we've heard about when I read this a few minutes <laughs> before we started today I fucking flailed in anger I'm like are you fucking kidding me are we really going to put this fucking jerk off in front of a tv he sucks live how how possibly is he going to be tolerable on tv i i don't disagree this with guy. guy. I, I don't i think
1: i think you've said it all so we can move forward
2: uh <laughs> it would have been easy to just do you know just go for 12 celebrity guests but we have a wide variety of people Casada explained of the show's focus on a variety of people the real thrill to me is to find out what's your story People tell their stories in all different ways. It's not just writing, drawing, or filming. Athletes tell stories how they perform. Dancers tell stories with their bodies. Fuck you, Joe. You're the worst storyteller in comics, and everybody knows it. The reason you couldn't get 12 celebrities is because every celebrity you ever met thinks you're a piece of fucking garbage. And I don't know I don't know what sort of uh, uh, fucking twisted deal you had to pull with Hugh Jackman to get him on there. Uh, but I can see everyone else is basically mm, nobody (laughs) book of Mormon and Avenue Q songwriter, Robert Lopez. Oh, okay. Well, where's Trey and Matt? Right. Uh, uh, let's teen Vogue executive editor, Samita Mookas, something or other there. Oh, very exciting guest, the teen Vogue editor. (laughs) So, you know, like just, it's ridiculous, just ridiculous. This just fucking infuriated me today. The show started when someone asked me, what's your hobby? And I realized that much like Stan Lee, I'm doing my hobby for a living. Uh, No, Stan Lee created comics that people wanted to read, Joe. You destroyed comics that people wanted to read. That's the reason Stan Lee never retired. He was living that adage, when you do what you love, you never work a day again. And my absolute love is storytelling. So I started to formulate this. No, your absolute love is not storytelling. It's It is the antithesis of storytelling. It's taking what is an established uh, um, uh, medium, which is serialized storytelling and destroying it with classic lines like continuity should never stand in the way of a good story. No, Joe, you tell serialized stories. Continuity is the basis of that. God, I fucking hate this guy so much. Fucking poison. (laughs) <laughs>
3: and that's why i added it to the prep sheet <laughs> there you go thank you monty thank you i'm
2: writing disney and telling them i was gonna get disney plus but you're putting this fucking criminal on on your fucking uh uh, uh channel i'm out <laughs> creative director please give me a fucking break joker
1: how do you feel about this one
2: Joke? No, I'm not done. Oh, okay. The, sto- the books are still <laughs> shit, and he's the creative director. How does he still have a fucking job? The books still suck. Everyone that reads Marvel Comics says that they suck. Ever. I've never met somebody that was like, Marvel comics are the greatest thing in the world. I've never I've never I've never met that person. I haven't met a person who thinks Marvel Comics haven't sucked for like fifteen years. So, alright, now I'm done. Uh <laughs>
1: Uh, Joker aims to get his swagger back with help from John Carpenter. Seminal filmmaker John Carpenter um, and Borderlands 2 writer An- Anthony Birch are co-writing a 40-page Joker one-shot tying into DC's Year of the Villain event. The Joker, Year of the Villain number one, is scheduled to be released on October 9th and will be drawn by artists Philip Tan and Mark Deering you're the villain follows lex Luthor now reborn as a human alien hybrid oh dc offering various (laughs) villains and even some heroes heightened abilities and or tools if they'll join the legion of i'm just getting angry reading this um but i am excited at the notion of john carpenter writing the joker
2: as usual he is outspoken about the project the joker is the greatest villain in comics i am proud to be reunited with anthony on this project so there you go. How do you feel about it? You're the Joker guy. This is your world.
3: We we know a guy, and you're that guy. You
1: got a guy.
2: No idea how to feel about this. I mean, could be great. Could be crap. You're a. Does John Carpenter make it better? Not really. Does the does the whole year of the villain with uh, Lex being half an alien and offering powers, you know, superpowers to other villains that don't really have them? I think it's kind of a crap idea, which. You know it's kind of right out of the marvel playbook so it's a little disappointing i was gonna say it sounds like a marvel story
1: it sounds like a marvel story
2: it does that's what i said yeah and you know like i think and it's it's disappointing so i'll i'll wait and see when it comes out we'll talk about it then. but i mean you're
1: a fan of john carpenter are you
2: not i mean i i am a fan of john carpenter's earlier work yes But now he's kind of an old crappy curmudgeon. Okay. And he says a lot of crap about, you know, the film industry and about, you know, like, uh, you know, I interviewed him and I talked about one of the things that I talked about when I interviewed him was, well, you know, they're talking about remaking Escape from New York, which, you know, is one of my favorite films. Right. And I said, well, they're talking about remaking it. How do you feel about it? You know, and I said Rob Zombie at that point had remade. Halloween and uh, you know other other things like that were occurring and so on and he goes I don't care you know I get my check or whatever his comment was and I was like wow way to hold those characters you created near and dear to your heart
1: well you know I mean I, I agree with what you're saying but at the same time I it, it to me it just strikes me as one of those look I just don't have control over it anymore so why get bent
2: It's not about getting bent or not. It's like having John Carpenter on this book doesn't make it any better than, you know, not having John Carpenter on this book. No, I get it. I don't see what John Carpenter brings to this. It's not a film and he's a filmmaker. I grant you that he is a writer as well, but you know, again, I just don't, it just, it's not blowing my skirt up or anything. I feel It's not the same as like Rick Baker you know who's the special effects guy? Right, Rick Baker. Real recently, that that Joker bust. Yeah, that thing is gorgeous. Released. That was amazing because that had Rick Baker's take on the character uh, in a in a in a manner which was appropriate for Rick Baker. Right, I get it. I get what you're saying. So, but there's not. I don't think they're not making a film. So therefore, what does he does he bring writing to this? I mean, I guess. But I, I don't know I don't see how I don't see how John Carpenter matters in this. He's not writing it alone, which means let's be honest, he's probably not writing very much of it. Just like I don't imagine he wrote very much of um, Old Man uh, Old Man Jack, Big Trouble in Little China. Old Man Jack was which was the last thing he worked on, with um, uh, with Anthony whatever his name is I forget. I'm looking. I don't know. Anthony. Anthony something, whatever it is. <laughs> Anthony something or other. Who's he? What's it? Anthony, whatever his name is. I don't think, I don't think he's going to be doing a lot of, uh, I don't think he's going to be doing a lot of writing on this anyway. I think it's more of a, you know, Anthony calls him up. Hey, I'm, I'm thinking of doing this. And Jack Harbin is like, yeah, good idea. <laughs> and that's, that's or, where, no, it... no, try it this way. Yeah. Okay. And that's where it ends. I think so. All right. I mean, I'll, I'll take it if I'm wrong. Anthony Birch. Yes, Birch. The guy.
1: All right. So yeah, okay. let's uh, let's jump around this prep sheet a little bit because I want to because there's so much on here, uh, and I want to make sure we hit the bigger story. So why don't we jump to Last Starfighter since that's what we opened up the show with? Sure. Oh no, we talked about it already, right? We talked about it. No, did no. we talk? We didn't talk about it in any real length, right? No, no. no. All right. So the Last Starfighter sequel is being developed. Uh, writer Gary Witta who co-developed the story for Rogue One has posted on Twitter again that he's working as the writer and producer for the sequel 35 years in the making Witta and Jonathan Butel the writer uh, and creator of The Last Starfighter have been working on a follow-up to the sci-fi classic Um, last year Witta had shared some concept art for the upcoming film and this has sort of been bouncing in and out out of the news ever since there um, it is the sequel that has been 35 years in the making like we said um, mm-hmm. and you don't have much faith in it is is, is no. not? not not in it being good in it being
2: made well it, no I don't have I don't have a lot of faith in it being made um, but it, it should be noted that Gary Whitta is one of the guys that developed Rogue One right
1: which was which s- I
2: thought was a really terrific film A really terrific story well written well thought out and everything else and so if you're gonna have guys like that on it of course i'm kind of like you know i'm tempering my excitement because i really honestly truly think that it's not gonna happen you know and it's a shame when you know we're gonna get all sort of you know what's the right word we're gonna get all excited about this only to find out that uh you know, for whatever reason, it doesn't happen, you know, but it's been 35 years. I just don't think, you know, I just don't think it happens. Right. And when they first started talking about Tron Legacy. Right. I did not say the same thing because Tron is a seminal film. I get it. You know, for a million reasons, Tron is a much more beloved, much more classic film also by disney also live action also in the early 80s right so but it's you know it's like black hole also doesn't get any respect um but it's a seminal film but no one's doing a sequel to that my point is is that i I just think you know i think at some point to just say "Eh, it'd be kind of cool to do um you know uh a sequel to this movie from 35 years ago yeah Sure, it's a cool idea, but are you actually going to get it done? Probably not. Probably not. I don't see the money going to that, but they don't do a Tron three. I, I I feel you. I hear you. I hear so, you. So, I mean, it doesn't make that just doesn't make any sense to me.
1: Um, this next I want it?
2: Just not just, doubt I'm going to yeah. get it.
1: This this next news story, I'm convinced that Monty only put this on this spreadsheet uh, on the prep sheet tonight because he wanted to see whether or not he can give you an aneurysm. Olivia Munn Oh yeah, I did. says Apocalypse Team knew very little about X-Men. When I was doing X-Men, I was actually so does... surprised that the director and the writer didn't even know that Psylocke had a twin brother. <gasps> and I had to talk to them about a lot of different things about Psylocke and some other parts of the world that they didn't even know. And that, as a fan, was very frustrating.
2: <laughs> you know what else is very frustrating? That Olivia Munn keeps trying to sell herself as this super geek when how many times has she been proven you know uh olivia munn you can shut up because we can all open the wikipedia page and read some shit too right you know don't talk to us don't talk to me about your intimate knowledge and your childhood growing up and how you were such a geek and it's bullshit it's been disproven a thousand times And one of those thousand times was by me, you know, on the air live on wherever, you know, whatever program it was. Oh, it was this program, Uh, you know, and, and, you know, like I I just don't understand who gives a shit, you know, like who gives a shit while Dark Phoenix, the final installment of Fox failed to resonate with critics or audiences because it sucked. The franchise's problems didn't start there in a video for GQ via the playlist apocalypse star olivia munn answered questions from fans and dished about how little director brian singer and writer simon kinberg knew about the character's comic book counterparts while making the 2016 film well you know like first of all they're not there to defend themselves number one number two brian singer said he wasn't much of a comic book fan before he started making x-men Fucking tim burton said he never read a comic book before he made batman and that was still a decent film Right <laughs> So, you know, like, let's you, you know, it makes no sense All this is is her trying to Generate interest in her right? And deflect any you know, criticism of the she, movie too. No, all she's trying to do is Gin up favor for her Because she's got nothing right now What's Olivia Munn doing right now? I don't know uh, that she's doing uh, anything Monty? I don't know what she's doing yeah, well, look her up and see if she's doing anything, because the answer is she probably has time to do GQ videos and everything well, she else. she was on a TV Where show, she... wasn't she? Is she? I don't even yeah. fucking know. You know why? Because her career is nowhere. You know why her career is nowhere? Because she stinks. You know, was she a great Psylocke? Yeah, but, you know, any sort of semi-Asian girl with the same build and hair would have been great, too. It had nothing to do with her acting. Her acting stinks. You know, and this this whole pseudo notion that she's a super geek because she was on fucking Attack of the Show, for <laughs> forever sitting in cake or whatever the fuck she was doing over there, uh, uh, just being a hot girl quote nerd end quote, and and out of which came legions of male fans because somehow she's the hottest thing since sliced bread. She's a complete and utter phony. Anyone that believes that Olivia Munn knows anything about what she's... what she's Let her sit down with any actual geek and just take a quiz. You know, let her give her five... What she feels are her five strongest sort of uh, geek wheelhouses. You know, and let any actual geek with knowledge in those wheelhouses ask her three... Not difficult questions, because we can come up with questions that they, she would never get, that most fans would never get. Let her ask what, what people consider three medium questions, and let's see how she does. I will bet you everything I own, my collection, uh, my car, my soul, <laughs> that she will fail that test utterly, because she is an utter and complete phony. Fair enough. Damn you, Monty, you are trying to give me an aneurysm. <laughs> I do what I can. (laughs) What is Olivia Munn doing?
1: Uh, I mean, she's been, it looks like she's been constantly working. She's on some new show right now called The Rook.
2: Oh, oh, The Rook. Have you seen it? Uh, It's a BBC show, I think, actually. Have you seen it? I have not, no. And no one else has.
1: Um, Nick, why don't you pick one more news story? We'll Mm -hmm. take that,
2: and then we'll take our first break. All right. Do you want me to tell you which one will make me the angriest? Yeah, go for it. Please All right, do. let's see. Let's see what we have last. I thought you were going with... Oh, actually, there's one I'm really excited about. No, no,
3: no.
1: No, save excited for segment two. Let's get out the toxicity <laughs> in segment let's, one. Let's show the anger. And, and, get, and move on
2: to... Toxicity?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. It's, I mean, it's. we're angry and ragey in segment one. And then second segment two, we could be happy. Kev and smash exciting.
2: now. And... Do we need a Lovecraft anything?
1: No, no, no!
3: That's a different book altogether. That's a fantastic book. Do not make fun of that.
2: Please. What? Oops. You really want to go there? Have you read the book? <sighs> no, it's my first day.
3: Lovecraft Country.
2: I I don't, I don't know what this is. Jackson Cohen. I mean, I uh, saw it on I'm the. I'm looking. Proxy. Yeah. I'm looking to see. Candyman. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Picard, Picard thing is too good. I mean, I like Lovecraft. John Wick writer. Oh, uh, that's uh, I like that actually. Uh, <laughs> Space Invaders with Mortal Kombat's Greg Russo. That's well, that's just a shit show waiting to happen.
1: And I love Space Invaders, but how the hell?
3: And I love Mortal this?
2: Kombat, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> but uh, I mean, look,
3: Space and Invaders I love can be done. Crashing
2: movies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> space
1: Invaders can be done if you just use the base premises of Space Invaders. They didn't, but it's every other movie is
3: space... Every alien movie is Space Invaders. It was used in a scene in Futurama once. And I'm yeah. good after that. Like, that kind
1: of... It was also in that Nintendo movie... Uh, what was the What was the Adam Sandler movie?
2: Pixel. 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 <laughs> it was also
1: in Pixel. Which everyone trashed
2: Following Following the large, commercial, and modest, critical, critical success of this year's Detective Pikachu and the box office hit that was last year's Rampage. It's not hard to see that New Line Cinema won't want to keep the video game adaptation streak going as they have begun to develop on Space Invaders with Greg Russo attached to script the project according to Deadline. Now, so, so why is this terrible? One, because um, them two movies um, was not good. <laughs> <laughs> Fair
1: enough. I don't and, disagree.
2: Just because they're based on video games doesn't mean they're going to make great movies. Also, fair enough. At most, it's like a you know, good turn. And you can see kind of where Rampage, although based on a video game, at least already had a genre, which is giant, you know, crazy Kaiju. animal creatures <laughs> destroying shit. Yeah. So they got that. That's a thing already. And Detective Pikachu was a kid's movie about Pokemon. It was a great you know, movie and, though. I will say. Even though it's even though it's you know I guess there's a video game called Detective Pikachu. Let's yeah. be honest, if there was no video game called Detective Pikachu, they still would have put out this fucking movie and it still would have done as well because these kids are addicted to these flat crack characters and and that's that's the way it is. Watch the South Park episode Chim pokomon. Yeah, I remember it. You know. It's good. Uh, you know and but to say that Mortal Kombat and Resident Evil and you know they also list in here Death Note Death Note know, was critically panned things, Resident Evil those
1: movies. Resident Evil is the only good. one that was good the first couple of Resident Evil movies were really good and I think it well, spawned what five movies in total like so I mean there is like something to be said for Resident Evil um but yes. Yeah. I get
2: what okay. You're saying. Well. All right. Let's say Resident Evil was a brilliant picture that was adapted from a video game. Well, for every Resident Evil. Oh no, I agree. I'll, I'll show you a Hitman. I agree. Or I will show you. Oh, what was supposed to be the breakthrough of all time? Assassin's Creed. I,
1: I am not disagreeing with you, sir.
2: Exactly. I'm not disagreeing. You couldn't. You. you couldn't. You're an intelligent person. Unlike any person at New Line who thought that making a space invaders movie uh, literally a hundred years after the video game came out and the game is the worst fucking game ever. How are they going? What is the possible adaptation? And it's just what and uh, are they in a base and it moves from house? I don't even know. I can't even make fun of this because it's just (laughs) it's impossible. It's just stupid. Retro is all the rage. It's not space invaders. Are they going to make the the invader ships or whatever look like the ships from the video game? Ooh. I do not know the answer to that question, sir. It's just, it's so stupid. And Greg Russo, really? You don't got bigger fish to fry, Greg Russo? I, I
1: don't disagree with you. I'm just saying unbelievable. I agree with you and all in all ways on this one. unbelievable. But with that, I think we should take our
2: first break. You mean we're not done? I mean Thank you, uh Spider Junk. Thank you. Don't forget Doom. Yes, how could yeah, I? Yeah, no, Doom was the other Dwayne Johnson video game epic. Doom Doom was uh horseshit. So there you go.
1: With that big Kev
2: no you do it i'm just too angry
1: with that monty we'll take our first and only break on this week's episode of big kev's geek stuff episode 549 the one we're calling shut up olivia munn we'll be right
0: back ahoy hoy welcome to game stuff i'm your host coke logic In the continued success of the Nintendo Switch, Nintendo has announced a second version of their popular system, titled Switch Lite. The Lite version will play the same exact games, but will lack significant features in order to bring the price down to $200. But in this effort to hit a more mass-market audience, i.e. the children in your family that are too rambunctious for a $300 system, several key features of what makes the Switch so cool will be completely lost. The Joy-Cons are no longer detachable, as they are now built into the form factor of the system. This is understandable as you have to cut costs somewhere, but the real downfall is the Switch Lite cannot interact with the dock. Thus, you cannot hook it up to a TV, which was the reason for the name Switch. You switch from handheld to a television back and forth. And maybe you're the type of person that only plays in handheld mode. Congratulations, there's a new Switch for you. But for everyone else, this is a big mistake. Just go buy the original. The extra $100 is totally worth it. The Switch Lite is due out this fall, September 20th. Ah. New releases! The Messenger is a really fun action platformer in the spirit of Ninja Gaiden games, and they just released their first DLC for free. I love it when indie games do this. They put out a really cool game, and if you haven't already bought it, they sweeten the deal even further by releasing free DLC, like Shovel Knight did. Check out The Messenger, as it's even better than before. Roughly $20 on all systems, usually on sale. Dragon Quest Builders 2 is out now on PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch. The sequel to the previous game, and probably more of the same, but people like that first game, so it's fine. It's a mix of story, RPG themes, and a Minecraft-like town builder. Dragon Quest Builders 2 is out now for PlayStation 4 and Nintendo Switch for $60. (coughs) Dr. Mario World is out now on Android and iOS. This game sucks. Luckily, it's free to play, but it's just not fun. It's not the Dr. Mario you remember. It's some easier, more basic-ass version that feels something like they put out just because they needed to. But pills don't drop from the top, they're placed from the bottom, and easily moved after you place them. It's really dumb. Check it out for yourself as it's out now for free. Be bored at your own risk. (laughs) And finally, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is due out this Friday exclusively on Nintendo Switch, a top-down action RPG with a roster of Marvel superheroes that seems very satisfactory to me. I haven't seen reviews, but I'm banking on this being good because I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 will be available for $60 this Friday, exclusively on Nintendo Switch. This is Cook Logic signing off for Game Stuff. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars saga. You have been recruited by the Star League to defend the frontier against Zor and the Kodan Armada.
2: Hey, this is Lance Guest from The Last Starfighter, and you're listening to Big Kev's Geek
0: Stuff. It'll be a slaughter! That's the spirit.
2: spirit!
1: And we are back. Oh, we are. With this week's episode of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, episode 549, the one we're calling
2: Shut Up, Olivia Munn. You gotta do it with I'm disdain. Wondering, I'm in your wondering voice. if we had another episode called Shut Up, Olivia
1: Munn. Eh, but we probably had something salty to say about what? her at one point sure. in time. I feel as though that's something we would have done. I feel like you guys are overdue with anything. Well, you know, these things happen.
2: Well, I want you to know, OG, that I did a little yoga. Did you? We didn't Uh, involve goats. During during the break. Did you do goat yoga? No, just regular yoga. Oh, okay. During the break, so that I came down from Monty's... uh, Oh, you uh, centered
1: yourself. What's that? You you found your center.
2: I centered. You aligned your chi. I aligned my chi. I got some crystals. Nice. It's things we do here in Hawaii. Did you rake any sand? uh,
1: I hear that's big i do what you rake the sand what are those little gardens
2: no i mean i mean that would you have been great trees. but you know time we, we we have time limits yeah so after the show you'll snip bonsai trees rake in the grand rake in the sand in one of those little gardens <laughs> unbelievable you know what your ass is getting for christmas now right <laughs> i'm sending you a bonsai tree you're getting a bonsai tree growing in one of those little fucking gardens, and a, little, a tiny rake a little for your desk. garden.
1: Um, of course, during the break there, Zen, we heard a
2: Zen garden. A Zen yeah. garden. There you go, from our wonderful friend
1: Mister Coke Logic with yeah. this week's uh, episode of Game Stuff. Um, I did play the Doctor Mario World. Oh, did you for the uh, for the mobile devices? It's all right. <laughs> Aw.
3: I wanted eh. it to be a lot more than it was. Mm-hmm. And I just... Uh, so I'm waiting for a Switch where it has like a Zelda-themed
1: Switch. It's it's all right. Well, That's the nice I'm thing about for. the Switch... You're talking about the Switch Lite, of course. The nice thing yeah. about the Switch um, is that you can get like, you know, like cases and stuff for it, And they sell a Zelda-themed case.
3: But you know, I
1: don't, don't want I to. I, I, a Switch Lite to me is... Eh. Eh. Uh, yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it, but it's like... They eh. haven't done
3: much, though, to, like... They haven't given out any varieties of well, it. And Switch... how many different kind of PS4s or Xbox Ones are there?
1: That, that's Probably. not Nintendo's... That's not Nintendo's bag.
3: Yeah, they're still stuck in, like, the 90s. I, yeah, I get when it, it comes to that I, stuff... I get uh, it. You know, that's not their shtick. Not their thing. Yeah, it's not their, it's not their Making thing. Making money's not their thing.
1: <laughs> they don't have to resort to gimmicks. They're not the fucking valiant comics of uh, wow. consoles. wow. Oh wow. come on, Valiant Comics with their, with their radioactive nuclear-proof ninjack one done by Joe Casada. You sold Ugh. yourself down the river on see that one. See what not they
2: did here. there? Yeah, thanks. Listen, try to piss them off. Listen, listen the Valiant. Yeah, I like that. Undo the, the Zen. only good Undo book do. to ever come out of Valiant was Quantum and Woody. I actually did like ninja. I and liked Bloodshot not, and actually, I, and I mean original Quantum and Woody, not whatever yeah. the fuck is going on now. The one with the goat. The one with the goat, the yeah. original one with uh, those two guys. I can't remember the names. Quantum and Woody. But uh, those guys. That that original book was fantastic. I I liked a couple of the original volume books. I liked Torak,
1: which was not really? original. It was a re. It was bringing him from the past. Ugh. But uh, I liked Ninjak and I liked Bloodshot Ugh. and I liked Quantum and Woody. I did not like Rye. I did not like Solar. Man, do you of like, the like green eggs and ham? Uh, I do not like them. Uh, says I am. I am. <laughs> all right let's move forward uh of course during the break we also heard from our lovely sponsor the folks over at build x-wing build com, to get your hands on this amazing 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 I think it's excellent replica x- wing that you can build yourself you get a piece in the mail every fortnight if you're in the UK. Every month here in the <sighs> United States. If you want to get in on this, there is a phone number that you can call. 877-544-6779. One of our lovely fans, a fan of this program, oh, Mr. Terry Schwant. I know I'm pronouncing your last name wrong, Terry. I Terry, S. But Terry S. Terry um, S. Posted video and photos recently of his R2 that he just completed. Ooh. Oh. Uh, on the Twitters, I believe I retweeted them, and um, he is going to be moving on to working on the uh, the X Wing as well. Wow! Nice. And he jumped on to both of those uh, because of this very program. So thank Did you, Terry he, S.
2: Um, we should talk about that after the show. Okay, we we'll, can do. That. We'll want to get that info to other people. Okay. Um, Kevin Smith to read unmade Clerks three script at a fundraising event. Now, this is kind of cool because Kevin always gives back. And honestly, if I were still on the East Coast, I would go to this. Um, it's going to be at the, um, the First Avenue Playhouse in Atlantic Highlands, New Jersey. It's the place where he held auditions for clerks. Right. Way back when. There's only 80 seats available at $100 apiece, and all of the money goes directly to the theater. And I'm quite sure that one if the tickets are on sale that they're gone and two that um, I'm sure Kevin will be donating a little extra as well I suspect um, uh, now what I think is interesting here is that it's Kevin Smith and friends so here's my guess it's everyone except but Randall but Randall
1: who just and, doesn't want to do yeah. it
2: who just doesn't want anything to do with it anymore? Which is why I think the film didn't get made. Absolutely, because from everything I understand, one person was kind of holding out, and they decided they couldn't make the film without that person.
3: And so it's, it's got to be Rachel
2: too as a model. It certainly isn't Kevin Smith. It certainly isn't Jay Muse. Right. It certainly isn't uh, Brian O'Halloran. Dante, yeah. Brian O'Halloran, uh, and it probably isn't. Um, uh, Rosario Dawson who I think they could easily have made the film without I mean there's certainly a million ways they could have done that sure. but I don't think it's her mostly because A she's east coast B a- as far as I have ever heard there is no bad blood between her and anybody involving Clerks too. oh no absolutely that I not yeah. Ever heard. yeah and and two she, you know she's local because her boyfriend ran for president yeah So, you know, like, she ain't not going to do it. Will saying, I think Kevin said it was Jeff. He just didn't want to do it. Yeah, I think you're right, Will. I think there was a while there where he was not saying who who it was. He just said, we couldn't get everyone together that we needed to get together in order to make this happen. So we decided we weren't going to do it. Which is some bullshit on Jeff Anderson's part because, for fuck's sake, dude, what do you got a lot going on now that you can't do? uh, You know, like it's iconic at this point. Like, it's just it hurts. It just hurts when you get so close. This probably would have been the last Clerks movie. Oh, absolutely. You know, and uh, you know, and it would have completed sort of the, the, the saga of the story. There's no conclusion for you know, those characters yet, they're kind of just still sort of in the middle. Right. You know, and I think it would have been really nice. And I don't know what Jeff Anderson's reasons are for not doing it. You know, this is another thing that kind of bugs me. But I, I you know, I, I wanted to leave all that in segment one, but I guess not. But it just <laughs> really, it really bugs me. Like, it's not like the guy is, I'm sure there's a good reason. I just don't know what it is. I can't imagine, though, from my perspective, that it would be a good enough reason to be like, no. I mean, if I like, is, is he like, is he ill? That's a reason. Is he like, is, is there something like humongous going on in his life that he doesn't want to commit to doing this? That's a reason. You know, like, I, I don't, I just don't get it. Yeah, I he, just don't get it. And it's so disappointing. However, to do this and then do it as a fundraiser, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. He actually so talked good, about it in a that. couple
1: of interviews and he says that he had a, Jeff Anderson didn't want to do it. Then he convinced them to do it. And then two months before shooting, he pulled out again. That's fucked up. They had budget in place. They were ready to yeah. go, and uh, yeah. So, so there you go. Just he
2: well, doesn't want the to Well, the shame of it is, is it's probably brilliant. Probably uh, the writing is probably brilliant, and eighty people are going to get to see it. Yeah, you know, and I don't know. I don't hear anything about about them filming this. That would be great if they did that, but I haven't heard anything about them doing any of that so
1: something that's in a i mean i I don't know what do you got what do you guys want to do we have time for probably one
2: maybe two more stories i don't care about the fucking tour it's stupid okay how about i don't care about Halle bailey uh playing disney's live action little Little mermaid Mermaid. okay we all know what the controversy is going to be yep you know, we all know what you, you know. We all—it's it, all you can see it all coming because it all comes before. Just like whenever Idris Elba gets brought up as Bond, uh, or you know, well, in, they any, cast any, a new
1: Bond this week, didn't they?
2: No, a new... they cast a, a 007.
1: Oh, but it's not a Bond, is that what it bond. is? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay,
2: that's their clever way around, and it's a it's a female. It's a female, it's as a female. Well. correct? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, don't let's. But okay. it's the same thing. It's yeah. the same it's the same controversy that's that's gonna play out with this Little Mermaid movie now forever. Right. You know, because that's that's exact it's like Annie. It's like the what's a Jamie Foxx Annie movie. Correct. It's you know, it's the same thing. And you know, I, I understand where some people really get the idea that something has to be a certain way and so on and so forth and but but none these don't things don't have to be that way you know what i mean it doesn't have to be that way there's nothing so uh ground in as to have it be that way now if she shows up with cartoon red hair and (laughs) you know i mean i think there there's a possibility here that this could go a really bad direction yeah but i think it's too early to say at this point Okay. But we all know what that controversy is going to be. First, Ghostbusters 2020 set photo as filming begins. Uh, But we don't know what the relationship is of this family to the original Ghostbusters. Really? Who in this room doesn't know what the relationship is? (laughs) They are Egon's grandkids. Are we that dumb that we can't? That girl looks exactly like Harold Ramis, and so does they got the kid, Wolf. Whatever the kid is from Stranger, Stranger Things, Things from Stranger Things, yeah, looks exactly like Egon, and they can't be his kids because he's too old, so they gotta be his grandkids, maybe that blonde girl is his daughter and their mother, I don't know, right. but I do know that only an idiot it doesn't know what the secret relationship is between these characters. <laughs> are you fucking kidding well we don't know what their relationship is wink wink nudge nudge right are you kidding me she looks exactly like harold Raymond's. for god's sake i i agree with you i i'm i'm just it's just so frustrating <laughs> why don't we just why don't we just say it's because clearly he not in the picture right so why don't we just say
1: who it you is you know like
2: passing it on to a new generation that's related to the old generation blah 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 i'd be waiting say for a trailer stuff. to do something and they like better that ha- i'll tell you what else they better have they better have uh dana barrett's kid better be in there too oscar is that his name oscar yeah there you go oscar be- oscar better be in there too oscar oscar barrett all right i'd be all right if he was the bad guy there
1: honestly. is no dana <laughs> All
2: right. I see what you did there. What Power else? Power Rangers being rebooted. Nobody cares. I really liked the first Power Rangers movie.
1: Like legit, like what? I went and saw it in the theater and I was like, I legit enjoyed it.
2: Are you were you on something? No. Well? Yeah, no. Are we talking like the recent one with yeah. what's the name as the villain?
3: I really liked it. Yeah, what um, Oh, you mean the one that came
1: out like, a few years
2: ago. The
3: one that just came out like yeah, a year ago. Oh, I thought two you ago. meant like from like 15 oh, years no, ago.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. The one that came out like a year or so ago with uh What's her name? From 30 Rock and... uh...
2: No. She's not from 30 Rock. Yeah, she was on 30 Rock. No, she wasn't on 30 Rock. Yeah, she was. She's from uh, Hunger Games and uh, the 40-Year-Old Virgin. And 30 Rock. And not 30 Rock. Who was she on 30 Rock? She was Alec
1: Baldwin's love interest that he eventually had the kid with. I
2: don't remember that episode.
1: Was he? Hold on.
2: No. I'm... Uh-uh. Hold on.
3: Hold on. You know she gets serious when O.G. <gasps> runs serious? over to IMDb. Elizabeth
2: Banks. I right know. Elizabeth Banks. Thank yeah. you.
1: Played Rita Repulsa. Yes, yeah, she uh-huh. did. And
2: yes, Will Elizabeth Banks.
3: Yes, she did. Yeah, you know. Now I remember. She was on Thirty Rock, right? Yeah, it was to, like the second to third, second last season. No, last yeah,
2: season.
1: and it was for a it was for a bunch of episodes. It wasn't, yeah. yeah Avery she Jessup, was, she was
2: a news reporter. All right, yeah, okay, All right. You're right, OG. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> I was like, no, Everyone- I know who
1: it is. I know who it is. Goddamn it. God damn it, Reggie Ray. Goddamn it.
2: All right. That's one of them,
1: Monty. <laughs> I, I'm glad how the that yeah thing
2: we talked about. The yeah, other yeah, day? yeah. No, That's no. no.
1: I got you.
3: Uh, I'm glad the prep sheet got you guys so angered. Yeah, this it was week. a good one this week. I feel like yeah, I way did to my go. yeah. yeah way you to pick,
1: go, Monty? You picked the day that it's 98 degrees with 750 percent humidity.
2: I know it's probably like 85 here with a cool breeze. I don't know how. Shut I'm up, big Kev. Done.
3: So I try to do the best oh, for the sorry. Big Kev audience oh. That's what it is oh. The Geeks oh, up wow. audience deserves oh. this content
1: Alright
2: all right. free all right. House of Horror poster Parody Shape of Water and Stranger Things Not really a surprise No. Nice poster uh, I'm guessing Uncle E-Rock already has one Hanging in his house New Line Adapting Space Invaders Wait a minute, were there two well, Space Invaders Nope, articles?
3: we just jumped around We just jumped all over the place
2: There were two of them on the prep sheet but Space I th- Invaders is on the prep sheet twice.
1: I think everything else that's in there will probably save for the bonus. What do you think,
2: Mr. say You know
1: that bonus show. The
3: bonus Space show. Invaders it's
2: all right. It pre- got
1: a little delayed this week,
3: but no, it's going I'm, up tonight.
2: I'm, I'm keeping. I'm going. I'm keep going on. No Star Trek Picard poster <laughs> debut. I spelled mute. I was going to say. I was going. I was going to cut your track off. It looks uh, excellent. The trailer was interesting. Yeah. I'm very excited about seeing this. And I thought the poster was good. Picard has a dog. Do you hear that you hear that wrap up music? Oh, I've heard it for a while. It's, 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 it's there, music. right? It's there, right?
1: Don't forget, I'm you can very, find uh, us I online. Hope, I hope
2: they all do cameos each on and the every Car week show, over at
1: bkgeekstuff.com. BK bkgeekstuff.com for n- new episodes every week. You can find us at facebook.com backslash bkgeekstuff. Patreon.com backslash BK Geeksta. uh Not YouTube, but maybe again one day. Trying. Um, you can find us on the social medias. I am OG across all the social media platforms. Mr. Kevin, sir.
2: I'm sorry, wait, hold on. I'm having a computer issue.
3: In the meantime, I am Monty's Mayhem on uh, Twitter, on Snapchat, and uh, you know, no joke. This week, I'm back on the Instagram.
1: I saw you're back on yeah, the Instagram. Yeah, I jumped. I think it's good for the show. And you
3: know what would be really nice? What? If someone can leave an
2: iTunes you can, review, uh, I've thought of. I, I realized we haven't got nice. much in
3: terms of iTunes reviews. No. Nice yeah, we'll, we'll s- we'll someone leave it an a, it. iTunes you're review. Nice. That'd make me happy.
2: You it, can find me at Jordan Peele's Candyman sequel to start filming in August. <laughs>
1: Uh, don't forget uh, guys thank you so much for Todd checking out potentially this week's going show, to here episode 549 big Kev's geek stuff Shut up Olivia Munn we will end this week's show the way we uh, the way we end some shows by Oh no, saying... no no no
2: no no now I still Joker, have a minute son. according to the clock <laughs> uh, or at least several seconds I will bring the show out And with that OG with that OG <laughs> we will bring this episode of Big Kev's geek stuff to a close the way we end some episodes by saying Tony Todd is potentially going to appear in Jordan Peele's... Thanks, folks! Oh, it's a man. great episode Spirit this
3: week. See and on that note,
2: we cue the music.